checking for bubs. Are there any bub in here? No. They are still loud, but that's okay. okay. You can't stop the birds. Oh, we could. First <laughs> the birds! I don't think Toby would be very happy if you stopped the birds. How do you plan on stopping them? Murder. Hit them with a car or something? Da, 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 murder! Murder! Murder. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast waiting for you to bang the gong. Bong. Bong. Great. <laughs> My name is Terry DePaula. Bang. Yay. And for this week's Bong. episode, I wanted something to blow the cobwebs of Halloween away. Uh, I was going over some of my favourite single-issue comics to read, and I came across Warren Ellis' Moon Knight again. Um, that fifth issue is just pure single-minded badassery. Um, I had the trade sitting on the shelf, so I decided this week I would actually read it. Uh, with me on my adventure, I am joined, like I am every week, by White Collar, Bong. Megan Chikatilo, Bing. and our lovely producer, Kaisley. That's not a gong noise! She can go boom, boom, boom. Don't assume my goal. Um, before we get into it, of course, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, take a listen to our back catalogue, uh, especially our Moon Knight episode for this one, because we'll go over origins, characters, all the good things are in that one. Um, so, originally published in March of 2014... Warren Ellis was picking up the Moon Knight character after Brian Michael Bendis done the really crazy run. Remember, um, he teamed up with Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Captain America, but they were all, like, Fight Club. Oh, like, they yeah. weren't there, he was imagining it the whole time. That's okay, imagination's good, especially yeah. for young people. <laughs> now Warren Ellis and artist Declan Shalvey were, um, picking, up, picking it up and starting at issue one, because Marvel loves restarting numbers with its, uh, creative teams. Um, the positive side is it gives the creative teams working on it uh, a bit of a gap between each series so they can make any changes that they want. They can fiddle around with it. They're not just verbatim continuing it on from it. Hmm. You know, like um, when someone picks up Batman currently, they're going to have to figure out a way to bring They're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, whereas Marvel resetting the numbers is kind of tacky, but at the same time you get... You can ignore the previous stuff in ways. Mm. You're like, oh, that was that was earlier and things changed, so now it's this. Yeah. Which I think is good for this. Because um, you, you feel it pretty hard in here. Um, the Moon Knight in this book is very refined and cunning. I'm not totally sure how crazy he really is in it. Yeah. He talks a game, but you could almost be a bluff the way he does it. Yeah. I like his attitude. But I also was thinking about that. Mm. And Old Moon Knight are pretty cuckoo. And maybe because this is a bit more recent mental illness, people know about it a bit more. Like, Old Moon Knight's just really fucking... It's, like, probably almost offensive. Mm. So maybe they kind of toned it down because it's... A modern age where you don't just go, oh, this guy has split personality, he's a complete mental case. Yeah, they, they've toned like, it down to a way where it's like, oh, he cut off Bushman's face, and don't fuck with him, he's crazy. He thinks he's Wolverine and Spider-Man. 
And then he walks in and no one wants to fuck with him. Yeah. He doesn't maybe, have to do anything now. Yeah, maybe that's why they turned it. Mm. But it's cool. It's, a, it's like a reputation-based thing. You don't actually know what his deal is. Um, it is a bit... Issue one, yeah. much like the one that had me loving the series, is pretty much a single one-shot issue. They all are in this... I don't know if it continues that way in the next volumes, but mm. this one's all one-shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, meaning you can come in, read one issue without outside knowledge, and there's no big story arc commitment. Books like this normally expect people to come back to it because it's good. Yeah. Not because there's some cliffhanger expecting you to get the next one. Yeah. It's all based on substance. Yeah. Which I think it does well. And sustenance. Yeah. <laughs> it's good fiber if you eat it. Um, what do you guys think of the first issue? Uh, I really like the thing of how it's not... Like, yeah, they are standalone things. Yeah. And I like the introduction of his nice suit. Yeah, it, the, he comes out swinging in this one. It's great. Um, but the, he still has that cool normal costume. The first scene is a blogger. Um, Sad not, blogger. Not particularly, like, important, but she does a really good job of catching newcomers up. Like, she's reporting on Moon Knight returning to New York City, describes the previous series a little bit. Hell, even his origin is covered by this chick. Like, he's, no, Moon Knight's enough, a common knowledge dude. There's not enough um, people in New York in Marvel. Yeah, there is. <laughs> in her conversation, it's also mentioned that Detective Flint uh, is working the weirder cases of homicide. Um, and one of the best things about Moon Knight gets mentioned here... Um, as we see his fucking shiny white limousine pull up with Spectre number plates, his last name. Um, why does his logo is like the badge? Yeah. Why does he wear white in the dark? <laughs> so fuckers see him coming, man. Yeah, he says fuck you. Yeah, yeah, Batman wants to look scary. Moon Knight's reputation is scary, so he wants you to see him so that you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the it's very smart. It's cool. Yeah, and that next panel after the limousine pulls up, after 39 years of big moon-shaped capes and hoods and all the nonsense, we see Mark Spector straighten up his fucking tie, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, literally one of the best costumes in Marvel's history, I reckon. He, he pulls up at the crime scene, pulls his mask on, and steps out of the limo. You can assume sexy back by Justin Timberlake is blaring out of that car as he walks by. Oh. Girls just want to have fun. No, he seems to... You're right, that would imply that he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the suit. It's very... It's, it's got a nice suit. It just... It, it's handsome. It screams with, like, suave. Yeah. I also like it because I hope when they were designing this, someone just goes, holy shit, cosplayers are going to love this. Yeah, but you can't find balaclavas that look like that if you look for two days. I bet you could. It's called a pillowcase. Okay. <laughs> That, you're on the risk of that looking a little clancy. You could. But at any rate. Like, you could cut the, the head off a morph suit. That, that's kind the, of the we've consensus. We've had this discussion. Yeah. We're thinking about it. Um, Alright, so Kaya and I loved this next part. Um, when Moon Knight checks out of this crime scene, um, Detective Flint's there and he's like, Hello, Mr. Knight, concerned citizen. Mm-hmm. And one of the police officers there is like, Shit, that's Moon. And he's like, Hey, hey. Flint tells him if we allegedly identify this vigilante, we would need to bring him down or do something about him. 
With any force necessary. So we won't talk about it. This is Mr. Knight, concerned citizen. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to ignore the yeah. fact that we know who this is. Yep. Since 1939, I don't think Gordon ever thought of that. Just ignoring the fact that he's Batman. <laughs> um, so this victim is a big, muscly dude who's had a piece of him cut out and stolen. And we see how Sherlock Holmes this Moon Knight can be. Like, uh, you got several bodies now, small area, all jacked up dudes. This perp has something wrong with his ankle. He's a smart cookie. Um, and the dialogue is golden in this book. Like, he muses a bit, saying the killer is underground in the tunnels in the area. And a police officer's like, great, but you can't just wander down there without us. Or at all, really. Um, what do you guys, how do you guys picture Moon Knight talking? Kind of like... Like... I don't want it to be what I think it is, but I would think it's just like that voice that everyone thinks Batman should have, but none of the actors do it very well. Like I reckon he'd sound gr- like the gravel. guy that plays um, Lucifer. I think he should... It'd be cool if he just didn't talk to anybody at all. I'll get like, back it was all to mysterious. With an actor. I, I, I didn't think of any actors specifically. But I picture a really deadpan, like almost a male Daria in his delivery, like never oh, emotive probably. in his voice. Um, like, the language and dialogue is really great, but as Mr. Knight follows the trail to a manhole cover and makes his way down in the tunnels, you get a sec to appreciate the art. Like, the camera angle choices are really great in this book. The colour palette, the lines, everything is really bold and high contrast. Like, it's very pretty. Yeah. Um, For sure. But does someone want to point out the best bit of the art? Lack of colour. Yeah, the Moon Knight design itself. Um, he's purely monochrome. He hasn't been shaded at all. He's still, like, the pure white. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no matter what room he's in, like, you see him climb through a manhole cover with red emergency lights, and it doesn't tint him. Yeah. yeah he's, he's unaffected just, at all times. It would it also really probably cool. look cool if it did, though. It does like, at one point. I think point. both like, ways it would be cool. See, I think it's cool that it's pure, and then when he gets hurt and bleeds, it, like, breaks the suit. Yeah. With, like, the red stains. It's kind yeah. of a little questiony. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I get vibes. Um, I do like the, you know... Some of our favourite costumes are just dudes in suits. Is that fucking classy, bro? Dudes in suits. That's my, that's my new name, dude in suits. Dude in suits. It's like how you, how you say boots and cats to... Yeah. So, Moon Knight comes across this old shield laboratory down under the area. Uh, we see this guy full of tubes and prosthetics and missing human parts. Um, the first thing he does is ask if Moon Knight is armed, and old Mark Spector, like, flicks one of his moon-shaped batarangs again, uh, again, away. Um, <laughs> they kind of make a bit more sense, they, I reckon. They look more like Ninja Star Boomerang kind of deals. I think they're cool. I can't think of a name for them. I think I said... Somewhere said they were darts. But they're clearly not darts. They're like a shuriken, if anything. Yeah. They're more Ninja Star than dudes at the pub. And they would probably go good, like, you could skip them at the lake. Mm. <laughs> when you're thinking about things. Um, yeah, I think they're called Crescent Darts, but Moonerangs, I'll call it. Um, anyway, he'd rather hear this guy's story than fight him. Um, this guy's a shield soldier that was blown up in an IED and discharged from their military. Uh, he started to use this abandoned lab to rebuild himself strong enough to return. 
using machinery and other people's bodies. Um, there's good dialogue here, as everywhere I'm finding in this book. It doesn't use it constantly. Like, it's not really chatty, like a lot of detective-style books. Mm. But when it does it, it takes its time and really savors it. Mm. I think it works good. Um, I like when Mark Spector says he died once already and found it boring, so he stood back up. When this dude threatens him, it's But cool. that's not what happened. He shouldn't lie. Or how he says that Moon Knight isn't a conventional hero and he will stop this monstrous guy as simply and as completely as possible. Which is well said. Um, and how does he stop this uh, this dude, Kyle? Uh, he's... He, he fucked... He's bounced the moon ring thing off a wall. Do you remember in Black Dynamite when he threw that him. shit when he was in the other room? Yeah. It's that. And if you go through, like, um... Yeah, the the crescent dart he flinged away at the start. Went in and, like, hit some machinery in this dude. And if you go back and look at all the panels, it's in there the entire time. Yeah. Like, did you notice that the first time reading? Yeah. I went back and looked. Like, even before that. Like, he's already got it in him throughout the scene. Yeah. See, it's already there. Like, the entire time. Yeah, they don't don't drop the ball, hey. It's fucking, like, all the twists in Arkham City. It's like how it doesn't give a fuck. It'll just put it on front street and assume you won't notice. Yeah. It does that really well. It does it a couple times in this book, actually. It's the Pizza Planet truck. Yeah. You don't look for it if you don't know. Yeah. That's right. Um. Yep. So after the events, when he stops this dude, um, we get a flashback to before New York. We see this modern-looking building at the foot of a great mountain. Um, it seems to be a psychology facility that Mark Spector checked himself into at some point of self-awareness. Um, I don't know how good it is, though, because his doctor tells him, A, he doesn't have a personality disorder, B, it's just brain damage, and C, the brain damage is because it's all fucking true. He was brought back by Konshu, the Egyptian god of the moon, and all his aspects, uh, the Pathfinder, the Defender, Watcher, and Enforcer, all of which um, we cover hard in our character profile episode. Yes. Um, they're all actually in Moon Knight, and it's all true. He's not crazy. No. But then it shows him, like, this grand and wonderful issue. It ends with Mark returning to so his... Oh. Um, he returns to this dusty old forgotten manor of his. He sits in a chair and literally sees uh, his persona's Stephen Grant, billionaire playboy. Uh, Jack Lockley, the taxi driver, and the final chair in the room contains Konshu, and he looks fucking crazy. See, he looks the cat smacked me in the face! Oh, rude. With his tail! Yeah, you sit over him He's well. meant to love me! <laughs> it was checking on the bird! It flew into the window! He says, Oh, it's okay, little birdie. I'll, I'll eat down you. there and eat you. Yeah. Put I'll you out of your pain. misery. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Right, so, sorry. <laughs> so, Konshu, your, uh, your Egyptian night god, he's all cobwebby, he's got a skinny, narrow suit, and a large bird skull for a head. Yeah. He tells Mark that he's his son now. <laughs> I you are my son. Yeah, it's great. I like Spork. to think he talks without emotion as well. Um, he, said, he says it like this, he goes, you are my son. <laughs> I, I even wrote down a quote earlier. Oh. But I, I, I don't think I can do the voice. 
I just I just picture a deadpan at all times. He doesn't seem like an emotive type. It's uh, the the voice of Mufasa. Simba. Um, <laughs> you are my son. Yeah, Darth Vader voice. Yay, there so we I, go. So I did a bit of Googling here. Um, the bird skull that he has for a head is an Egyptian vulture that has been sun bleached, so it doesn't have the beak colour. Mm. Um, yeah, that's why the whole thing's white. Um, at first, it might have been a large wild turkey, because they're very similar, but the Egyptian theme is more plausible, I think. Those are your two oh, options. It definitely isn't a pelican. Google, Google a pelican. It's chopsticks with a small head at the back. It's great. He's either... It's kind of plague, Doctor. It is, in, in the shape of it. You're right. He's either spooky plague, Doctor, or Thanksgiving man. And he's best <laughs> friends with calendar man. The turkey. Oh. They do cross over. That's good. Yep. Um, so what do you guys think of issue one of this? Like a... It's good. Yeah, it's like truly fucking art, literally, visually. Um, I like one-shot stories because they usually perform harder. Like I said, there's no cliffhanger. There's no, oh, what happens next? You yeah, should you find out. It's like keep reading. It's like it's it's good. You should pick up the next one because it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's yeah. like um the Batman animated series tie-in comic was one-shots. Mm. A couple of the Arkham, um, the Arkham games tie-ins were like that as well. They were literally just like the trivia that comes with the Riddler trophies. Yeah. Can you think of any other good one-shots? A lot of them are just TV adaptations. Yeah, because I was going to say a lot of the Evil Dead ones. Mm. Um, so, I remember Trey telling me about issue two, like years ago, probably when it came out. But because it's such a cool idea, it stuck with me a bit. So, um, it starts with, uh, Jane... A hard-working girl is sent home from work. It's late, it's dark outside, and she needs to go and get some rest. Um, it's time for Alan to go home too. He seems a little tired from the humdrum worker life. I'm, I'm very hard trying to get there. You're very prepared. Um, you have Mister, who is questioning someone for questioning him. Mm-hmm. And you have Oleg, who is angry at people for watching his calls. Yep, snooping. Uh, who did say? Uh, well, there's Miss Miss Reed, and she's just saying some words. It's just pizza and cats on the internet. Okay. Well, she's doing something important. Yeah, she's just on the phone. But this guy's like, you have a great night, and she's like, I don't, I'm talking nonsense. And then there's this other man, and he's sitting in a meeting, and he's, he's, he just does not have time. He's busy, boy. He's busy. Um, and then there's Neil. He has to go to the doctors, and he's like... And then Some... he's Giuseppe. He's already dead. His name's not Giuseppe, because this guy's been shot it in the head. Yeah. It's a red it's panel of, red. Just, of just death. Jane leaves her shoebox office and walks by many cubicles just like it. Meanwhile, Alan takes a quick look at the city. He likes to look at it glow in in the night with activity before he finishes for the day. Hmm. Um, you have Mister telling somebody that he's just going to shoot him in the head if they don't, you know. If they keep questioning him. And we have Oleg 
Um, talking about money. Money. A lot of businessy stuff happening. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Mrs. Ms. Reed got her head blown up. Oops. So now she's dead. And but now. So, and now we've we found out that this guy's name is Joe. And he's in a meeting. And the guys that he's talking to are kind of like, I don't think we're done. And he said, well, no, we were done like 10 minutes ago. I gotta go. And then Neil is very excited, but I think it might be some sarcasm. And the other one, he's still dead. Well, now mm-hmm. it's blank. Um, Jane heads down an escalator, texting her partner to make dinner. She'll be home in half an hour. Meanwhile, Alan is shot in the head. Oof. Oof. Mister is still arguing with whoever he's arguing with. And Oleg is the man who makes things happen. Sex stuff. Uh, the lady is still dead. But Joe, um, he's still just over these people's being so slack and all that sort of stuff. And he was like, nah, we're done with this meeting. Very good, he tired of it. Yeah, he's over it. He's still over it. Um, Neil... Reveals to us that he has cancer. Uh-oh. It's a bit sad. Um, the doorman lets Jane out of the office building. Um, Mr. watches a man get shot in the head. <gasps> and oh. we also see Oleg shot in the head. Oh. They're different people that get shot in the head, though. It looks like... Like, that looks like the one from Trey's one, though. Mm. Because it looks like the yeah. same positionings. Hmm. Spooky. Um, Joe's still over everyone's shit and he's paid to provide solutions and he's sick of their uninformed opinions. Well, that's rough. Yeah. Um, Neil is on the phone to his son and he says um, he can't do something tonight because he's going to the doctor but he doesn't tell the son what it's for. Okay. Uh, Jane messages her partner again, apologising for the harshness. She's had a long, hard day. Mister is shot in the head, but we see two shadows in the background. Two shadows. Nibbler. Nibbler. Um, Joe's just over it, hey. He's so grouchy. He's just like, oh, you, you don't pay me, the people... Uh, the pe- yeah, oh, wait, what? He says, true my ass. The people who pay you. But their bosses pay him. So he says, I had something way more important to do. And you pulled me away from this and I'm over it. And goodbye. And he leaves the room. Um, Neil lies in cold blood to his son that the doctor appointment's because of his farting. (laughs) That's rude. Farts are funny. Jane awaits a response for her text messages. Um, Um... Oh, he's being very optimistic now. He's very happy that he's going down the stairs and he's like, it's going to be a good night. Going to start in 20 minutes. Going to have a good time. Good time, Mountain Dew. Good time. Good time. Uh, Neil gets shot in the elevator. Oh, no. Dead. Jane is shot in the head. (laughs) Did she Uh, die? It's it's assumed. Yeah, probably. Um... Joe uh, is saying tonight's the night. 
the first night of the rest of our lives. Kabang! In the head. Yep. Eight stories, uh, days in the life, all cut off as the pages turn. And the page continues to get emptier and emptier as the people die. Like, it's it's eight panels. Once one drops, that section's just whited out now. Yeah, it's all white. Mm. It's, it's, we noticed it's a unique look. It's really cool. Shots in the head. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight sees this small area become a bloodbath and drops from his moon-shaped glider. Not in his suit this time, but in the classic, um, like the white armor and the hood and all that. Mm. Um, he's got the big old fucking cape. Uh, he drops down to the sniper who's doing all this. Um, the sniper escapes and Moon Knight gives chase, and it's, and it's a good long one. Like it ends. When the sniper, explaining these people, specifically betrayed him in some black ops thing before they left and got jobs in, like, bank stuff. Um, he's plugged in the head by the ninth victim, who was, uh, stuck in a meeting so he wasn't in the right place at the right time. Um, the issue feels short, but it savors its moments, like, really well. Like, it takes the time to show you the victims. And then it's just, like, a really bitchin' chase scene. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's not much to it, but it's not busy in itself. Like, it's really working on its stuff. There's not a lot of talk in it, which is why it feels very short. I don't know how to describe it. But they use the panels that they have Mm. to very clearly tell a story. Yeah, it's like there's not a lot of substance, but it's got a lot of substance. It's like a Pixar short. They managed to tell an entire story with no words. Yeah, like, they, it's a small thing, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, yeah. Another little single adventure, issue three. We've had two mercenaries now. Fuck it, ghosts. Ghosts. Ghost. Tell ghost me babies. Who are you going to call? More ghosts. Ghost babies. Oh, no. That abortion clinic haunted. <laughs> um, so... Yep, so after the two mercenaries we've had, we get ghost punks riding in New York City. Uh, the Spectre limousine pulls up when this is happening. He gets out. He's like, what's going on here? In his cool suit, and he tries to punch a ghost. You can. He passes through them, and they hit him. He gets the shit beaten out of him, and it stands out. Like, this issue is super green, and the Moon Knight's suit is still its pure, untouched white. So when he bleeds, it stands out really hard. Like, it's... It's not unsettling, but it makes you go, shit. Yeah. Very cool. Mm. Um, Oh, he's got a whip. Yeah, he's booked with chains. So he returns to the manor afterwards to discuss what happened with uh, himself, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. It's like, do you remember the Sylvester Stallone cancel in Spy Kids 3? It's a bit like that. Fuck you. Fuck you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I like Conchu in this scene, how he sits in his spider webs and he just pontificates with Mark. He, like, never gives anything outright, but he's not giving bitch clues either. He's just kind of, like, thinking it through with the guy. Mm. It's, it's a good balance. Um, he wonders aloud about the dead, how they're left with garments and trinkets of the living world. Maybe that's how they can touch the living. So it would make sense that Mark could wear items of death to reverse that effect. So does... Someone want to talk about Moon Knight's third costume in this series? Ooh! He looks like... It reminds me of that game... I think it's For Honor that you played. 
but like he's just got a big beak. Like yeah, he, he looks like, like samurai the knight, but ninja put together. It's like um old mate the god, whose name I don't know how to say. Kanji. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the, like the skull. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's the normal cape, but he's covered in skeleton parts. The bird's skull is like conscious. He's wearing like a samurai outfit and mummy bandages. And bone knuckle dusters are pretty great. Heck yeah. What do you, what do you think of it, Claire? This, I, this I design. like bone knuckle dusters. It's a detailed, crazy-ass suit. I like bones. Yeah. Look at that man's crushed face. Like, the Pantera reference. He pummels the zombies Tantara. like they're watermelon. That's not how it goes. Tantara. Get out of here with your... Girl with your weak metal I'll boy band shit. But it wasn't a slipknot, you weak dog. Shit. No, she's Pantera. talking about all 14 year old girl music while we're trying to talk about Pantera. Yeah, man. Yeah, Cowboys from Hell. Cowboy am I, am I doing it right? Yes. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I'm in with the cool kids. You did good. I like their song Piss. Yeah. <laughs> Me too now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, he proceeds to fucking pound these ghosts, like, really good, and they scurry off. Is this ghost fighting bone armor? Yeah. Who are you gonna call? Moon Knight. No, Who are you gonna call ghost fighting bone armor? Who are you gonna call ghost bone armor? Who are you gonna call? Your mum to see if she okay. After oh. I fucked her. No, don't. Oh. Um, considering the fact that his mum is your mum, you probably shouldn't do that. But maybe they're not, and that explains why I'm so cool. Yeah, and oh, that explains a lot. Um, well, they're dead ghosts now. Yep, so the ghosts, they scurry off and go to a building under renovation. And again, like issue one, sort of secret obviousness. The renovated building stands out in the first panel of this issue. If you go back and look at it, like, all it just glows. Everything's brown except for this one big white renovation sign. Oh. Yeah. No, no, keep going back further than that. I'm talking, like, first panel. Yeah, like, oh. it's in it earlier. And it stands out when you go back and look. Like, I like the detail. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah, it's, like, right there. Mm. I don't know if that's, like, the writer directing it or the artist's choice to sneak that stuff in, but it's really good. doesn't even have shoes on. Oh, no, not He's got wraps. He's got wrap sock. So the ghosts are hiding in a music box. And I think it's revealed that the main punk killed them all in a moment of, like, consciousness. Johnny. Because they're, like, a murderous gang Johnny or whatever. Be good. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight ends the issue by collecting the box and dumping it into the Hudson River. As you do. Um, yeah, the story is quick and quiet, but the colour palette and art makes it so fucking worthwhile. Um, all the colour choices in this are really good. But now they're gonna haunt the fish. <laughs> Ando da si. Ghost scream at me <laughs> <laughs> Ghost scream I like that That's amazing <laughs> I thought that was pretty good I oh, know Odenberger Yeah oh, Issue there. 4 Wow This one This one felt like Some Junji Edo shit Man I loved it Oh way to ruin it But with beautiful colours Um Mark It looks like Um Alice in Wonderland Because of all the mushrooms yeah. Oh, I like drugs. Sorry, I do not like. Well, I do like mushrooms, but I like shrooms. Um, so Mark. It's just a good word. Shrooms. It's a scary movie. Oh, I got like extra notes. Yeah, I like in every comic. There are always superhero-based fast food. I love like, it. We don't have fast foods here, like based on famous people, except Ronnie McDonald. Yeah. 
But you know the guy who likes Godzilla food. Yeah, but that's the guy who made the food. Like, we don't have, like, fucking Ian Thorpe burger. There's Nemo Fish and Chips. Who he? That's a fish and chip shop in, like, South Australia. Gross. There's a Dory's back where we used to live. That's not a famous person. Dory is Like, Batman and the Bat family always go to Bat Burger. Iggy Azalea Memorial Fried Chicken. Exactly. <laughs> Why don't we have it? I wish you said fried rice instead of chicken. Well, because that would have been dumb. <laughs> Iggy yeah, likes fried rice. <laughs> I just want fried rice. <laughs> when I throw it back, you better slap it, motherfucker. Slap that rice right out of my hand, What's bitch. What's going on in this book? <laughs> um, so, Mark Spector is investigating a sleep experiment that has gone wrong. He's got a vacuum Was it hat. Sleepy Floyd? Yeah, sorry before. Um, when he goes to sleep, it's all mushroomy and fucking awesome. Like that, that art's crazy. Again, the palettes are good. Like all the Odenberger stuff just is blue as fuck. And then when he hits like his dreams, it's like very psychedelic. Even in his color palette, spooky. Yeah. It looks like a technical death metal band album. <laughs> it reminds me of Rob Zombie. Um, Which is cool. Yeah, it's fucking, like it's fucking awesome to look at. Yeah. It's a hard one to explain in quick summary, but I, I'm going to say, obviously, read it. It's not a story arc. None of it is, but each story issue is very masterfully done. It's like a skull full of wolves. Yeah. Wolves. <laughs> and there's hands in it. Um, <laughs> so, what's, what's the deal with this issue? Um, this dude's got people sleeping in... A room haunted by... Well, it's not haunted, but there's a dead dude in the floorboards. And the okay. fungus growing on him is creating spores that are, like, tripping out other people with his memories. The f- oh. Faces on the floor. Oh, it looks like... It looks like the floor of Thanos' face. Mm. I know, I know Trey doesn't face. like the old mangas, but it's, like, the long sleep Junjiro story and the fucking... Remember the one where the mushrooms made that dude see a demon after he fucked a witch? Whoa. Is that the it's... one where he goes to sleep? Oh my God. On... And they pull on up the dinner and it's yeah. disgusting. It's like two of it's those two mixed together, but also colors, like really good fucking colors. What does yeah, it look like, like under the, the dune? It's it's very detailed and gross and like stringy, like fungus. I bet it's done. What's that from? I don't remember the name of it. I got it in the other room. I'll show you after. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of this one? It's trippy. Pretty. When he gets up and he's and mad he and he punches the dude, he's like, he just put a dude in the floor. And he's like, I didn't mean to. He, he was dead. There. Oh no. And that will bring us to issue five, the one that brought me here. Uh, the last, sorry. Yeah. It says, the last bit of it says, you've been breathing in the dream, in his dreams, but I read you've been, and I thought it was going to say a bad boy. I don't think that's what You've he was going to say. You've been a bad boy. In that Moon Knight voice I picture when I read it. You've been a bad boy. You've been a bad boy. feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks out. <laughs> he goes home. Has he, some two he, minute noodles. <laughs> he goes to bed. Yeah. And he, he wears the fucking... He wears like pink slippers. Oh, And his big bird face. Yeah, his bird head. He puts that on the bird. <laughs> he brushes his teeth through it. Yeah. 
Um, That's a mouthwash. That's yeah. to spit it out through the beak. So issue five, I've, we probably covered this one in our character profile, but Moon Knight pulls up at this shitty old building. A sword goes to the doorman's throat immediately because Moon Knight don't fuck around. Yeah. Uh, he gets all the information he wants. A dozen men, six floors, kidnap a girl on the fifth one. Again, these issues are short, but they take time. They take the time. Like, that full page of Mark Spector just standing in the lobby looking up at all the balconies, just sizing the place up, is fucking so good. I know it's, like, a full page, but it's got, it's good use. Yes. Mm. Um, seriously, this would make Netflix's hallway scenes piss themselves. It's great. I love this issue, but there isn't much for me to discuss here. The dialogue is sparse. It's just ass-beating. But the dialogue, more towards the end, it's some of the most badass shit I've ever spoken. I know, and I like, I like when his his uh, stick gets broken, he's got whatever Daredevil has, and he's like, these are expensive, and it's not like I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when, Ma- when Mr. Knight rolls up his sleeves and the flesh colour breaches the solid white suit, it just, it looks fucking great. Yeah, it does. There's something so off-kilter about it. Like, he kicks a dude so hard that he vomits. I like when he throws the shurikeny thing and the man blocks it and he just goes, nice. Well done. <laughs> it, yeah, he would say it in, like, such a shooting voice. Yeah. Nice. Good work, sir. <laughs> yeah, and he saves the kid with, like, quick wit and fast talking. And he's pres- gonna read the dialogue of the kid part. Okay. Because it's great. Oh, now... Pretty sure my gun has a better reach than your bat. Because he shot with the baseball bat across the room to the man with the gun. Yeah. But I love this bat. And you owe me a... What? A truncheon. That's what the baton is. And you can't kill me. You could kill her. It's true. But what saves your life after she's dead? (laughs) Everyone already thinks the kid's dead. The loss is accepted. Have you accepted yours? Are you ready to die? <laughs> Are you ready to die today? Imagine asking... Are you ready to die today? <laughs> Full infomercial. Yeah, he's still safe stuff. Yeah, you could use that gun on her now. But she's the only thing keeping you alive. So make the call. And he just he hands him the gun, him. he just gets fucking beat. Yeah. That's good, because it's such a good point. Like, even in Batman... Like, games, like, if the hostage dies, you lose. It's like... Yeah, that's all point. They always kill people. You didn't lose. Mm. They're gonna go out and kill people next time anyway. I could either disarm you and take the kid, or the kid could get lost and I take out a lot of frustration on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, a good, it's a good bit. But it's the only comic I've ever seen address that. Yeah, it, it does it in a good way. And then he does another cheeky... I like when he talks to the kid And she's like That's not a mask That's the real you And he's like Smart kid But it is a mask Because we've seen without it earlier I know but he's Moon Knight I know And then he He makes his ship Land on a man But the man's not dead (laughs) He gets fucking smooshed (laughs) And then Toby read us The last thing he says To the man who's In terrible condition Because the ship landed Yeah he's literally been hit By a flying truck of a thing He goes, listen, where you're going, tell your friends. Tell everyone you meet. You tell them all that when they see me coming, run. He's spooky boy. And he's kneeling down on the baseball bat that he's keeping. 
Um, there's a one, there's one panel earlier as well where yeah, there's one here where he's like really shaded and it, it looks odd. There's, I also like the one where he's walking along with the bat after it's hit someone and he's just leaving a trail of blood on the wall with the bat as he goes. Uh, yeah. All of that could be done in one take on a Netflix Marvel movie and it would just be perfect. Well, That's they the are making scene. a thing for yeah, him, but it's it's the best hallway scene ever. They're making a thing for him. Yeah, I don't know if it's a show Disney or... Disney Plus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sweet. Well, I hope they do that bit. I hope they do this version. It's easily my favourite. Mm. Um... So, we're at the final issue now of the trade. Ooh. It keeps going for, what, three? Three trades after this? I think, yeah. It's short, but, um... <laughs> um, the final issue of the trade is the only one that comes with overarching story. Um, as one of the more sensitive police officers in issue one, when Moon Knight was investigating that slasher victim, he decided he would try and figure out who Mr. Knight is. Um... As he trains to be better at what he does, he's investigating previous cases, interviewing old associates of Moon Knight, um, Marlene Fontaine and John Paul Ducamp, um, people we've covered in our character profile. But like, it's kind of like cameo stuff for actual Moon Knight fans at this point. Hmm. But this dude's following every lead he can get. Um, he's studying villains previously. Um, and he decides to take on the mantle of Black Spectre, who's an old Moon Knight adversary. Black Spectre is like the opposite of the Moon Knight. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, while he talks about this to his wife, she's reading a news article about the Ghost Punks, which is a cute little Easter egg. Like the newspaper she's reading mentions issue three. Um, yeah, his his wife also puts some logic down about how dressing up as a known villain and planting bombs in cars in New York City might be illegal. I think he kills her. Oh. It's left, um, it's left kind of vague. But I'm sure we would find. It just shows him like going. throwing a dart at her. With, I don't know what's in it. If she's knocked out or dead, it doesn't say. Um, but once his plans are set, the bombs, the bombs are all set as well. Obviously, um, this new black specter either fakes a police call or actually is killing and cutting off faces. Again, Moon Knight will always have reference to what he did to Bushman. Forever, I'd imagine. Um, as Mr. Knight approaches in his fancy limousine, the first car bomb goes off beside him. Uh, it's a much bigger explosion than the, than this uh, Black Spectre planned on. Further, Moon Knight escapes. Um, he was in his glider. The car was just a decoy, which I thought was a cool... Uh, not a backup plan, but like a... Like a fake out. Is it a foreshadowing plan? Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, so the glider gets shot down, but Moon Knight gets free onto a fire escape. And then the next explosion goes off, again way too big, and it knocks this black spectre across the street. So he pretty much defeats himself like a typical early Marvel, like, Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Where every villain kills themselves. Oh no, they still do that in Marvel movies, don't worry. That's great. Green Goblin stabbed himself. Doc Ock made a little sun and then he drowned with it. Well, it makes him. I will not less die a monster. Because I realise that. You and either, it also makes the hero. You either die a villain. Or you live. No, you you either live a villain or die a hero. Just put him in prison. No, well, it means that the hero doesn't have to be a bad guy because they still haven't technically killed anyone. Yeah, just, just arrest someone. Really. And that the villain looks like a semi good guy because he realised that he was a bad guy and stopped it. 
Um, so this black specter gets tossed across the street, and it ends with Mister Knight pulling the guy's mask away, saying he doesn't do what he does for love or attention, and that's why he'll always win. And he walks away, and we leave the title until Volume Two. Yeah. But it's, again, very cool colours. Like, it's all black silhouettes against, like, harsh yellow explosions. Yeah. And fire. It's a, it's a really nice... Every fucking... Every issue is, like, a different colour. It's using a different primary. Yeah. But it's always fucking gorgeous. Mm. Like, after I read this for the episode, I was thumbing through some mangas at work, and I was having colour withdrawals so hard after this, because this mm-hmm. is so well done. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's almost yeah. as if reading an entire black and white book would be boring. Aha, sometimes! <laughs> um, so, what do you guys think of the uh, Moon Knight? It's good. It's good. Do you have a favourite bit, Kaya? Um, I particularly like... Um... Issue 2, Sniper. Yeah. The, the way they do all those deaths, I like... And no one in it's doing anything particularly, like, interesting. But you know... You sort of know the people before they die a little bit. Yeah. Except for, obviously, the dude dies on page one. He just gets shot. Yeah. Um... I I still like that... The hostage issue. But I didn't realise all of them are just as fucking good. Yeah. Like, they all hold their own. I like the last one. The explosion stuff was really cool. Hmm. And that's the first time we've got, like, a story with a villain. Like, a proper villain and <laughs> references to previous quick. arcs and stuff. Hmm. Uh, Kaboom. I like issue five the best, but I just like that you don't need to read them because I'm sick of, like, every Batman issue is just kind of, like... Nothing happened, but in next issue it will. Yeah, there was... So come back. I don't know if Meg's gotten to this point yet with her um, Huntress stuff, but in the New 52 World's Finest, there was a point where Huntress and Power Girl were ready to uh, breach into the other Earth. But they were doing a, um event book in the other Earth. I, oh. it, whether it was like a Future's End or... A, I think it was End of... Yeah, it was something. They blew up Earth 2 at, at a point. So they weren't able to put Power Girl and Huntress over there because it didn't correspond with other titles. So there was straight up like a year and a half of just twiddling thumbs in that title where they were just waiting for them to be allowed to finish their story up. Oh. And shit like that is not happening in this Moon Knight. Mm. I would just stop it and it's like, yeah, it's cool. That's good. I also want to say that the variant for issue one is really cute. You're talking, um... Who's that? Young? Where he's hung up on yeah. the... Yeah. yeah. It's cute. Oh, Scotty. It's so cute. Scotty Young but... does adorable stuff. Yeah, like... Yeah. Things like... Marvel were right to, like... Like, have him under contract, because he's, he's so good. Mm. Like, Hush is good, but... It takes real skill to write a standalone issue that does not go anywhere afterwards or before, and it's good. Yeah. And I think... It's episodic. It nails it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does it so well, and not a lot of titles do that. Again, it's mostly just, like, cartoon tie-ins. Yeah. Like yeah. a Gravity Falls or a fucking Clarence. Ain't that the truth. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of ones. There's a couple, like, in Detective, when Paul Dini wrote it, 
But again, he was a TV writer, so it made sense that he did it then. But also, too. it's Paul Dini. You're a good boy. You know he, he doesn't count towards anything because he is the anomaly. <laughs> You're a good boy. Um, you guys ready for homework? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, this Moon Knight in the suit is, like, my favourite Marvel costume. But, obviously, I can't pick it because that was the to- topic. But today, I want to know what are the best co- costumes in Marvel. What, what's the bangers? Oh, I have a list. Uh-huh. Go for it, Trey. I cheat, and I say the one out of this book, but when it's that normal Moon Knight suit, but with black as well. Mm-hmm. The Shadowlands slash newer run of Daredevil. The black the black that was the one, one I wrote that's down. good. Just... It looks great. It's, like... That was one problem I always had with Daredevil, is he either looks like a dude in a yellow singlet... Or he looks like a fucking sauce. Yeah. He looks like a ketchup. A ketchup. Um, but in this one, this trained blind ninja, is he looks like a fucking ninja. It makes yeah. a lot more sense. But and Charles Soule's right in it. It's great. This one's cheating, but Venom slash Spider-Man symbiote suit. The, Fuck the, the you. Why do you suit. keep saying the ones I keep thinking of? And Cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh, heck yeah. He's got spikes. I saw his pop vinyl. He got a Thanos baby. Yeah, Thanos really funny. baby. Um, and also Punisher's War Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Do you have Marvel. any? Has Trey picked all of yours, Meg? You got Pretty anything much, else? because like Marvel has heaps of really cool ones. Regular Ghost Rider. <laughs> I like his motorback. I thought of another one, but I think Toby told me. You gonna get in my big shark? Big shark. What about you, Kai? You got any favorites? Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went with... And it's a, it's a simpler one, but I like it. Miss Marvel. In the, the black classic, and gold yeah. with the red sash. It's very simple, but it's very catchy. It's somehow iconic without being in anything. But that's the thing. No one really knows who she is. But you see that and you're like, oh yeah, I know that costume. Mm. See, that mm-hmm. was one thing that bummed me out about Captain Marvel. Is... Um, what's the character's name? Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers should be Miss fucking Marvel. In the black, cool-ass suit with the mask and the big hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was well, something so wrong. cool I about like, it. Don't get me wrong, I do like the Captain Marvel suit that they went with. Yeah, I like but the I green do like one. Miss Marvel. I'm just bummed out that, um, the Danvers one. fell into that, oh, we gotta copyright the Captain Marvel title every year. Yeah. I know they wanted to do one that, like, is important, instead of just doing a, here's a single one-shot of some guy, there you go, fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the sake of contract, but, yeah, I do miss this one, too. Um, the other one that I wanted to say, too, mm-hmm. is the current Valkyrie outfit. I don't know what this one from, looks like. From the, the comics that are currently in play. <coughs> it's... Is it still, like, a bluey-white Viking kind of deal? If, have, have, have a look. It's got, like, the scaled armor, like, top, Mm. but then just, like, black high-waisted pants and little, like, armor caps and little helmet-y thing. It's kind of, like... It's like a Wonder Woman Thor. Yeah, it's... That's cool. I don't know. I just think it's a very, like... It's nice. Um, It's weird to say classic-looking suit, mm. but that's how I, like, would associate it. It looks like it fits in with, like, the Thor comics. Yeah. Which is... What it should. Black Panther suit's cool. 
We've all failed and forgot one of the most obvious. What? Um, Hella. Hella. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It's exactly like that. Good, I still have one left in my top three. No one's done. I know done. what it is. That's why I didn't say All right, baby. You have my top three. You got Moon Knight, obviously, in the suit. Looking good, looking fly. Uh, the black suit Dead Evil. Looking good, looking fly. The color palette in that series was bitching as well. It was all sepia tone and red. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the other banger, unique as fuck. Fucking theatrical as shit. Great visual. Mysterio. Oh, and you haven't even shit. watched the film. Ha 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 Don't need to. Already came. Good came night. Came and saw <laughs> and went home for cheese and, and wine. Pickies. Cabana Thanks and crackers and cheese. Good. Um, Speaking of which, Toby ate all yours. That's fine. I didn't know what to eat for dinner when I woke up, so I <laughs> <laughs> just ate cabanas. That's okay. Um, so this has been us talking Moon Knight. A definitely, it's a hard recommend for me. I'd imagine it's the same for you guys. Big yeah, I like recommend. it. Big ones. Yeah. Big boy. Minata is a good boy. Yep, I, I enjoy this one. I have high hopes for the series coming up on your Disney I Plus. High hopes. Um. Six days. Yeah, very soon. Hiya. Is that six days from recording or six days from publish? Uh, it should be six days from recording, but I'll double check because I have to count on my phone. Alright, well this has been the School Boy with Nerds. Um, remember to rate, review, subscribe, do all the delightful things. So, uh, people notice us and, you know, Podcast One stops just sending us ads. Because we submitted and got rejected. As <laughs> of right, as of right now, mm-hmm. five days, 13 hours, 46 minutes. Very good. Exactly. As of tomorrow, it will probably be Less. four days. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I'll just go back to my corner. Sorry, no. folks. <laughs> All right. This is a big thank you to producer Kirsten. Free speech gel. Um, thank you to White Collar and Megan Chikatilo. Oh, uh, yeah. White Collar hey. for probably putting me onto this book in the first place. Really. I like books. Oh, yeah. I don't like. Beaks. I don't like Beaks. birds when they have muscly human arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this has been School World Nerds. Uh, read things. It's good. Yeah. Do a little dance. Everybody have a little love. Read Moon Knight tonight. Yeah. Alright. I've been Toby DePola. This episode has been sponsored by Iggy Azalea's Memorial Fried Chicken. Class dismissed. What do you reckon, um... Clarence would look like if he dressed up like Moonlight Moonlight. Um, let's see. It would be like a fucking towel. Yeah. Tied around his neck. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna go with the classic suit. But because he's Clarence, it's not gonna be fully white, it'll probably have like an embroidered rubber ducky in the corner or something. And a stain. Yeah. You should a ball, it's got boogers on it, yep. Um Jeez. straight up potato bag with the eyes cut out like Friday the thirteenth style for the mask. Yeah. Why don't you Probably use still your... his shirt. <laughs> No, he can't wear a shirt. He's, he's been the um, he's been a superhero. Oh, he'll have his golf hoodie on mm-hmm. underneath, so that's his black. Oh, he'll yeah. probably have his shorts on at least with underwear over the top. Oh, yeah. Jeff will be like, Moon Knight doesn't wear underwear on the outside. He goes, all superheroes wear like underwear on the outside. And then Sumo will say, yeah, in his voice. And then, yeah, and then they'll throw a fucking ninja star. Yeah. But it'll just be like a piece of paper, so it'll just like flop. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm on the money here. Yeah. Somebody should make that. 
Draw it for us and show it to us. Show me this um, manga of the bed. Oh, yeah. No. Okay, um, bye. Pass it everybody. I have bad <laughs> kid names of 2019. <laughs> this.